<laughs> Hello and uh, welcome back to the Village Catholic Conversation. This is our second episode on trust. And we're inviting you to pull up a chair, join us, and join my co-host, Adbima Jr., and my, our friend here, Tom Farrow, on this very gracious conversation about trust. So, gentlemen, welcome back. Yes. Good to be back. Good to be back. Seems like so long ago. <laughs> we were last time. <laughs> so long. Yeah, so long. Yeah, I know. We, as you can see, we, uh, yeah, we took a quick break, and that's okay. <laughs> so, um, gentlemen, I, I wanted to kind of, you know, just have a question for all of you here, and all of us here. Where do we begin to trust? Where Where do we begin? We were speaking to this person who has who is saying, well. I don't want to do this thing anymore. I'm tired. I, I don't want to keep trusting anymore. How can we help those people to begin trusting again? Or right? No, it's 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 a big question, and I think there's I um, especially right now with many of the struggles yeah. in in the church um, and with some of our bishops and clergy and fellow Catholics. Uh, it's the trust is a real big issue right now, and uh, even even on a civic level, you yeah. know, with when it comes to government, like who who do you trust? Yeah. And uh, I was thinking when we were talking in part one that while the build building of a relationship helps build trust, how many times? And you and I worked together for a long time. We could probably name names, but we won't. Of the people that you knew, either from video or you know you've seen them. And you built up this idea of who they were, and then you mm. met them and go, oh my gosh, uh, they are not the same person that they present themselves uh, to the public. Uh, and it, it's disheartening. And mm. uh, so, sometimes people are just having a bad day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, So it kind of goes both ways. But to answer your question is, how, I, I think kind of knowing... I think first and foremost, you kind of have to know who you are a little bit. I think trust trust begins in trusting yourself mm -hmm. uh, would be the first thing because I think you get into this conversation in your head where you're saying to yourself, like, I'm, I'm not smart enough or I'm not faithful enough or I'm too much of a sinner, I'm yeah. too broken. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God doesn't... Yeah. You, you, you start to break... If, if if you don't have if you had some trust with God or even with the church at some point, sometimes Satan gets in there and breaks the trust from your end. So I think first and foremost you yeah. have to trust that you're a child of God yeah. and that you have this infinite yeah. value, this divine spark. You know, fortunately in this day and age of social media, very few people present themselves other than what they really are. Right. Right. Exactly. You know, yes. I can pose right now we are in uh, Vancouver or somewhere in the beach. You know, it's a great question, John. And I think no matter when it comes, and we can, of course, go into a whole you know, discussion yeah. on evangelization, witnessing, but I think all those issues, when we deal with other people, first and foremost, it's our example. What are we yeah, showing? What are we representing? Because we could try to pick. And, I, you know, because I, I consider and go, well, if someone doesn't really believe or really have faith, I can probably help pinpoint why, I, what their obstacle is. But that's not as that's not as important as yeah. am I what am I presenting? What am I consistent? Yeah. All examples of evangelization, you know, from back to the apostles to the saints. It's been I I give witness 
by how I act, by what I say, and what I do. So to me, the, 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 way, the way I can, you know, uh, I'm not what the word is, convince somebody of trust of God is by trusting, yeah. is by sharing my story. Yeah. I will show you how, you know, um, uh, how do I trust to, to have a, a um, financially, to have a wife who for many years stayed home as we had six children and I worked in a Catholic school, yeah. you know, and wait a minute, <laughs> crazy. The financial planner would say, uh, no, yeah. but, and I can't explain it. It's gospel math. You know, how, how we, we, still, we still tithe as a Catholic school, you know, teacher with a lot yeah. of, it's trust. And so yeah. I can give witness. I can give example. I can yeah. say, here's what I have experienced in my life. That person will take it or leave it, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, if they have an underlying obstacle, yeah. it, may not be my, it may not be my place to help them overcome that. Yeah. I yeah. can share my story yeah. um, and ask for the Holy Spirit to, to pierce their heart um, that, 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 that they may have their own, yeah. their yeah. own change. Yeah. But to get into the arguments of, you know, we were discussing a little bit, you know, off, off, off mic, you know, about, a, you know, when someone says, well, why would God allow this? And why would God? Those mm. are, those are conversations to, you know, that are interesting, but I don't think they're, they're meaningful. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, why would God, yeah. that it's, that's, that's always, whatever follows, <laughs> usually <laughs> is not going to, it's why did I, yeah, here's what I, here's what I've experienced. Yeah. Here's what I've learned. Yeah. Here's how I trusted and how that's worked out. Yeah. So yeah. that's my offering to you. Um, I'm, I'm doing in all of our lives. We are more apt to listen to someone who's walked that path or walked a path and now says, here's how I've walked it successfully. Yeah. Yeah. I offer that to you. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's the most yeah, that's compelling. A, yeah. That's a very, very uh, forward, I would say, very great way of putting it. And, and both of you are speaking from a perspective of, from you, your standpoint. As you were saying, you need to trust your story, you need to trust yourself, uh, so that when you're being the example, you know that you're being a great example, not necessarily for you, but for Christ himself, right? Don't you think? Yeah. Well, right. And the, the reason that this whole Village Catholic Conversation podcast even started is because you and I were speaking of the value of witnessing with the stories of our lives that our yeah. stories yes. that Jesus taught with stories I, I was uh, I was at a conference last week and one of the speakers noted that what was Jesus's charism well, obviously he's God but I mean his charism was he was a storyteller yeah. yeah yeah you know either parables or real stories he was a storyteller and as we discussed before this show even started you can argue with this. With, you can say, well, it is a thing, it isn't a thing, it's made up, it's not real. Um, but you can't argue with my experience and my story. No, no. Like, and and the, the trust that I have either beforehand or after the fact. So there's value there, too, where you look and say, I didn't really trust, yeah. but this is what I felt like God was saying, and then he came through. So it's a little bit of hindsight, but you're still, in essence, learning. That's part of the learning to trust. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That happens. Uh, oh, we just blew Jesus over. Uh, <laughs> um, that that happens um, as parents, right? Where your kids don't believe you, and then you explain something to them, and then hindsight, they see that you were yeah. you were correct. Yeah. That this is this is what's going to happen. Here's the consequences of what you're doing or not doing. Um, and ultimately, that builds trust. Yeah, yeah. So I think that happens with our relationship with, with God as well, is we build trust either bef 
by trusting beforehand or looking back and saying, God was faithful yeah, yeah. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just like sometimes our children have to find out for themselves, you know, that burner, right, that pan's going to be hot. Yeah. You know, oh, so, well, I, I touch it anyways. Okay, you learned a lesson. Um, I think as we share stories, we, sh- we can share our good examples of trust, but also to not be afraid. I mean, I, I definitely have some stories where I didn't trust or I chose yes. my way. Yes. And guess what? Didn't quite work yeah. out the way I thought. Yeah. So, but as again, as examples to other people to share, well, here's where I, here's where when I look back now, now this really was my will be done, not thy will. Yeah. And, and here's where it bottomed out. Or here's yeah. where it hit a brick wall. Yeah. Yeah. So those are, I think, maybe sometimes even more compelling. Um, and it lets to people know, because again, when you're talking with someone who's struggling with faith or has no faith, it's, it's so, it's, it's easy to lose them if everything is, yeah. well, everything is wonderful and one, and it is ultimately, but don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't be afraid to share the baggage. Don't yeah. be afraid to share the struggles. Scripture's full of, you know, yeah. you know, Peter being, you know, you're get yeah. behind me, get Satan. And, and Paul was horrible <laughs> and killed, like the greatest, he killed Christians. So it's full of stories of people who blew it and then, yeah. you know, came yeah. around. So to not be afraid to share some of our brokenness as well. Um, as as witness uh, to have yeah. It, you know. yeah, and when you talk about brokenness, I think that's a very, uh, for many people, uh, including myself, uh, uh, before I even started speaking, it was a spot that I didn't want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, until this whole idea of, you know, you know, when you learn to trust, it's being vulnerable. And when you're being vulnerable, you open up. Because you want it to be seen, you, you want people to, to, to look at you as an example. Not as an example of somebody says, oh, this is all we know about John. What do we done? What about this? Right. You know, what about this, this brokenness? We, we know he's, whatever his charism is, but what about other things? And I think that's where the trust for me um, really, really is important. And, and I think sharing our stories, as you said, both of you, uh, is, is a great way to encourage and inspire and allow people to have a conversation. And I hope you're enjoying this uh, conversation right here. So what are your struggles in, um, in trust? Where do you feel like you can start? And uh, how can we support you? How can we help? Because not only are we having this, this conversation, in, in the hindsight too, we ask ourselves, how can we help you? If you have any questions, you can go to Village Catholic Conversation or Facebook. Facebook, uh, YouTube, YouTube, whatever, all the normal social media. Yes, social media, social media, Village Catholic Conversation. You can post your comment and questions there because by the end of the day, it's not so much of what we say here, but it's what you do with it that's most important. So for now, we will take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be concluding this episode. This is Village Catholic Conversation. Hey everyone, welcome back. And uh, we will be wrapping up this episode on uh, trust and how to build that and how to keep that going. And uh, uh, some of you may know, we are uh, Catholic speakers. We, you know, my friend here works with the, uh, he's a Catholic campus minister. Campus, <laughs> campus minister. Campus minister, <laughs> campus yes. Minister. High school campus minister, yes. Yeah, and uh, Tom Faro here is... Um, Catholic high school principal. Yeah, and uh, congratulations, and uh, that's a huge, <laughs> huge, huge thing. So we, we, we're in that, that circle. So the question we're asking and we want to address and help here is, uh, what about that person who works in a dentist office? How do we help them to or keep... Or in a going? warehouse or yeah. digging ditches or wherever, yeah. right? 
in the yeah. trenches. Yeah, and that can be a, that can be a challenging uh, that can be a challenging thing. Yeah. So, uh, what what about John? You before before you started public speaking, you were working in finance, right? I was um, working. So t tell us because uh, both of us have worked in the church for like twenty years. So. I haven't had a regular job in a long time. So t tell us a little bit, like what were, yeah. what were some of yeah. the challenges you yeah. faced when you were working in a secular finance yeah. environment? Yeah. I think one of the things that uh, we have to know in the secular world is obviously the conversation about faith doesn't come up. It's very, very rare. And uh, I always tell this case, like my, my colleague who we sat next to each other, it took us like two years for me to know that he was at some point a practicing Catholic. Mm -hmm. Wow. Two years. We got to work. We just kind of, you know, just keep working. And I didn't know until the time I was about to leave. Wow. And he said, you know, I, I was a practicing Catholic, but I don't do it anymore. I didn't have another day to go back there and talk to him. So it's a, it's a challenge. And it's a challenge that we have to recognize. And uh, as a Catholic speaker, I do recognize that. Um, and even when we are doing conferences and stuff like that, we need we have that sort of connection. But there is always a way out, and this is something I've come to realize now that I'm not there. You can always start a conversation with a person, and the way you do that is when you're having a conversation about a rough time that people are going through. Just bring in your story, weave it in, because you can be the encouragement that they need at that particular point in time. There's so many people who are struggling in, in those offices. I, I worked in one office where nobody talked to each other. And we would work for 12 hours. And all we have is our headphones on. We are not having an interactive conversation. And this is, this is what got me. Like, I am a people person, man. I'm dying in here. I need to be out there doing this thing. You know, hey, talk to me. What's your story? What's your story? How can I serve you? How can I help you? But when you're in those cubicles crunching numbers, it's very hard. You don't even think about faith. Right. Because right. you're thinking about the quarterly reports, all these details, and going home to your family and they look at you like you're a zombie after walking 12 hours. So it's a real challenge. And we, who are in the evangelization and the faith formation, so to speak, in the Catholic world, have to go to that level. We always say if you want to bring people up, you go to their level. So that you can journey with them progressively, not you here and telling them what to do. Right. So in this conversation, that's what this is what we are doing here, inspiring and encouraging you to start the conversation. So I think that's just a piece of my sharing, and and, and that's the what you, you know brought me out. And I think God sometimes can drive you to some place so that you can realize yourself. You can find yourself. Maybe that was my desert. Yeah. <laughs> good. That's good. You know, right? Yep. Yep. I think, you know, if you look at the spectrum, I think sometimes, and God bless our evangelical friends, I think they're, they're much better in uh, many ways of being open to about their faith. Sometimes to the extreme where, you know, every little thing that happens, well, that was Jesus who did that, you know, you know but, but they're not afraid. Whereas Catholics sometimes, you know, under the radar, you know, so where's the happy medium? And I think, you know, what you said, John, is great. If, if when you're in that office setting, you're in that warehouse, wherever with coworkers, well, if you are a person of joy, if you are a person who cares about your coworkers deeply, and when they're struggling, and you're there, right? It's like Mother Teresa, out in, out in the uh, yeah. you know, out in the streets, you know, and that that person in the gutter says, "Why are you doing this?" Well, because God loves you, and so do I. So, to be able to to act in yeah. a way where someone says, "What's different about you? 
Why yeah. do you have that perspective? Why? Yeah. And sometimes it could be it could be little things. What do you have on your desk? that gives witness what yeah. do you have on your your bumper sticker what do you have on a bracelet something that you know, if someone says you know what's that all about because when somebody asks yes that's an open door and yes. and and again to not say oh since you've asked wham all right let's know, do this <laughs> but, but i always say to say do you really want to know you know and in, in the face of hostility when someone learns especially or you're catholic well what do you think about this whole you know the, the scandal or yes. the priest thing or yes. you guys yes. do this i always say you really want to know you really want to have a conversation, right? That's what yeah. it's about, conversation. Yes. I ask that question, not to be a wise guy, but to say, if you really want to have a conversation about this, I'll be more than happy. Yeah. And I've said things like, now, if it's just you want to argue, I'm not going to argue. Yeah, no, I'm not going to argue. Yeah. But if you really want to know the reason for my joy, why I believe, why I walk this path, I'll be happy to tell you. It's a very fantastic yeah. way of putting it. Because I think that's a point people struggle about. And, um, yeah. There's a there's there's a, um, a class I, I do facilitate on how to share your story, helping people uh, to who are faithful Catholics, but they have this struggle of like, how do I share my right, story? Right. You walk in a grocery store, you find somebody talking to themselves, and they are struggling and they're cursing, and you say, what's going on? How do you open up that conversation so that you can help them know your path? And, and as I said, you might be the only person they will listen to to that day that gives them hope. Um, and I think that segue of, do you want to know? You know, it's like an invitation, you know, asking for permission to... Right. Um, Correct, right, right. We're in a world whereby people need their private space. And, uh, you know, it's too bad that the faith conversation isn't easily allowable. It's, it's, it's better people to have a conversation about yoga. It's easier to speak about <laughs> right, yoga, right? right. <laughs> it's, about, it's easier to say, hey, right. let's do yoga. Then, right. hey, you want to pray tomorrow or something like that so i think uh it's it's important for us to know the environment and also to know when to ask for that permission and uh when the door opens be easy be on people be easy on people especially if you're on fire like these two guys here <laughs> well you know and and to follow up to what you're saying yeah. how absolutely many evangelicals uh just rocket when it comes to bringing their faith into regular conversations. The challenge I, I find with many Catholics, uh, particularly sometimes older Catholics, yeah. uh, is, well, my faith is very personal. It's, it's my personal thing. And I think what they're confusing is, yeah, my relationship with Jesus and God is very personal. But nowhere in the gospel <laughs> does it say, go therefore and hide in your room and have a right. personal relationship. The last thing that Jesus said is, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. Yeah. So we, we find, we use that excuse of it's a personal relationship yeah. to not have the scary conversations. And really, I think uh, it's not as hard as people think. And, and my thing is, lately, we've been talking a lot about this. Uh, we just did a leadership retreat at our school. And um, what, I, what I explain to students is, you're... Your goal should be to be holy. Yeah. If you're holy, so your language, the conversations you're having, how you interact with people, the charity and kindness, the flexibility, uh, no one's going to, you're not going to stand out if you're in the office and you're just dropping F-bombs and you're angry with every yeah. little thing that happens. No one looks at you. You blend right into the world. I'm not looking at you going, oh, wow, you're, you're different. Why are you different? But when you're the one that stays calm and cool, 
when you're at a lunch with a, a, a out with lunch with your counterparts and you just take a second to say a, a sincere prayer and you don't care what people think those little acts those little witness acts that speaks volumes yes. or like exactly. me i walk around with catholic t-shirts on and and people say uh, we, we we as a t-shirt it says catholic t-shirt it's all it says on <laughs> and, and and i have one that says a catholic sweatshirt it's like a hoodie it's just a black shirt with white and and but here's what happens people say wow what does that mean yeah it doesn't yeah. mean anything it's just a way for me and you now to have a conversation because you're asking right. me about it doesn't say i'm catholic you're bad or i'm better than you or you know are you saved uh it just says catholic yeah. t-shirt and it invites a conversation right. yeah. Yeah. so we don't start with you know how how do I convert you know my coworkers or my neighbors? We start with how can I be faithful? Yeah, because yeah, I'm not. My point. job isn't to convert then, anybody. That's right, too much pressure. Right. That's too much pressure. Right. <laughs> I don't need that kind of pressure. How can in my I be life. faithful? How can I witness? Yeah. How can I open the door and be yeah. open to those conversations yeah. when they happen? Yeah. yeah, it's about conversations, and I think whenever you have a conversation, great things always happen. Yes. Sure. Conversation is it's not yelling. It's right. you and I having this talk. My friends, I hope you are enjoying this conversation. And um, Village Catholic Conversation always inspires me to keep going. It rejuvenates my soul. And we hope it does it for you. Any final thoughts, my friends? Um, my only final thought is that trust that on a daily basis that you are around the people that God wants you around for a reason. Yeah. And that you need, you need to be faithful and holy not just for yourself, but for them. Yeah. So the connection between trust and these conversations we have is that there's no accident that you're in the grocery store around certain yeah. people or that you're in that office to the Catholic guy for two years, okay? Yeah. Um, so my, it's trust that those things are yeah. divine providence. Uh, and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to speak your mind and live, live faithfully. Be willing to share your story. But also, and sometimes more importantly, be willing to listen to their story because yeah. in that listening sometimes in the Holy Spirit will say yeah. that's that's the point yeah. that you need to, to, to enter yeah. into yeah. so be willing to give the reason for your joy but listen to the story of others and ask for the Holy Spirit to let you know when the time is right to take to go out in the deeper waters Wow, this is just amazing deep thoughts for you and for me and for all of us be willing to listen especially when encouraging the Catholic conversation. Again, this is uh, John Kinudi, your host, and my co-host here, Adbima Jr., and my friend, Tom Fado. <laughs> I like your name <laughs> when you say Tom Fado. I kind of, <laughs> I'm like, it's coming so nicely. <laughs> well, that's just my thing. And this has been Village Catholic Conversation, and until next time, go start your own conversation. Go start your own conversation. <laughs>